Welcome to episode 6 of the Black Star Neo-Anarchist Actual Play Podcast for patrons of the Arcology. This time, I have another whole session for you, as our team of insurgents spends time working on a job for the Blacklight system. And they spend some quality time together, getting to know each other's motives for joining Blackstar. That and getting a handle on their place in this unusual environment. Where our intrepid band of <clears throat> terrorists uh, attempt to make a living in Central America by the space elevator. Dun, dun, dun. Nowhere to go except up. Dude, who knew being a terrorist was like this hard? You know, I, I want to say, I want to protest the use of the word terrorist. I'm not a terrorist. I'm more of a political um, facilitator. You know, not a terrorist, you know? Well, you certainly aren't inducing terror in anybody so far. Exactly! All right, so to kind of get us back on track, uh, overall perspective, where we're at, um, you guys did meet uh, with a whole bunch of other political groups out in the jungles of Panama, uh, being hosted by the Engabe tribe at the Paz uh, Las Aquas, uh, where you met uh, with, I guess, had a little nice conference in the woods, uh, where you met uh, people from Globe Watch, uh, Equity, the Bolivian uh, Communists, Terra First, the Awakened Liberation Front, ALF, uh, Deep Green, Green Living, the Astral Space Preservation Society, the Flame of Freedom, and somebody from the Atlantean Foundation. Uh, at the conference, uh, you uh, you formed uh, an understanding that you're going to participate in something called the Black Light Exchange. We're going to ignore the Overwatch stuff going on in the background. That's my uh, my uh, uh, Matrix spam that's occurring. <laughs> um, and uh, they've, you've set up a job board called the Black Light Exchange, and some of these other groups anonymously have posted jobs for rep points. Um, so it is an anonymous board. You don't know who you're doing this job for, uh, and you get to pick uh, jobs. You guys have picked a surveillance job with a local uh, urban surveillance of a target, uh, which has a price of uh, three rep points. You have eliminated some jobs uh, from your uh, list of acceptable ones for now, you have not posted a job on the on the exchange. You chose uh, surveillance, one week surveillance. Uh, the target may have some counter surveillance uh, randomly. A full profile uh, may be wanted, and the target may be active in uh, secure locations. Uh, you found out your targets: Adolfina Benavides Campillo. Yeah, I guess they're killing Genji again. Uh, as technology, wait till you hear the yelling, kill Genji, kill Genji. We can hear it up in the bedroom two floors away. Um, as technology exec uh, uh, VP of logistical planning for Maritech Enterprises, which is an aquaculture company uh, who works in Old Panama, Panama, which is uh, offices downtown. Gia, you're going to have... 
Uh, works in Old Panama, the downtown, uh, which is by the Ocean Harbor area. It has a beautiful view of the Panama Viejo. Uh, you have the address. You guys have scoped that out. And you found out she lives uh, in the northern part of the city uh, on these hills overlooking this uh, urban strip mall area with, uh, called uh, in the Residencia Campo Verde. Uh, you guys have the address and you scouted that out. Uh, your initial research on the company, you know that Maritech Enterprises has a bunch of offshore assets uh, where it are used to grow and food that is uh, used locally. Uh, they have a lot of aquaculture farms that are out there. From her residence, uh, res- uh, from the house in Residencia Campo Verde, it's a small villa area. Uh, you learn that there's lots of drone traffic, especially delivery drones. You have a map of the area. You know there's ins- the actual barrier to the area is this low, insecure fence that anybody could jump over. Um, uh, Johnny even thinks he might be able to get a car to hop over that fence without damaging it. And uh, there were no visible guards, uh, but you know that the house is slave to the Maritech Enterprises Matrix host. Uh, and of course, there may be other defenses and things inside. You know that technology and magic are used for security uh, rather than having physical guards around uh, in there. You did find out motion sensors on the ground, possible other senses. You did discover the house is warded. Uh, you position cameras outside the office. Uh, where you know she leaves in a vehicle and kind of goes through the square and through the old part of town so you could monitor her leaving the work facility and a camera on the driveway uh, that can look at the driver at home so you can see when the vehicle got there. And last time, Jane, from a room in the hotel overlooking the old uh, square, uh, shot a stealth tag track around into the SUV that uh, she that Adolfina uses to go from uh, work to home so you can track the vehicle so you are able to cover that route. There was a lot of discussion about how you can get into the house and monitor what happens there, how you might be able to get into work and monitor what happens there. And also you know that from the roof of the work facility, that uh, she can take a helicopter that goes out over the Pacific and probably visits various aquaculture uh, locations uh, in there. So that is where you think you, know, you can at least track uh, where, the, where she's from. So you guys are not making any money and you're working your, your butts off. All right, so what are we going to do today? Can well, we I think we had some plans about uh, marking her helicopter. With the tag, I think that was our next course of action, and then we're able to, I guess, just kick back and gather all this information, right? Can we sneak any drones uh, into our house to kind of watch your movements in the house? I think we decided that was overkill. Oh, okay. Like, there are all kinds of security on the house, and knowing that she's doing stuff in the house was above and beyond what, uh, what was necessary for this job. Yes, and they would be very likely to be observed at some point. Well, whom out of all of you would have skills or knowledge that would help you determine what is an appropriate level of surveillance and information that you need? Uh, And remember, you do have time to accumulate it. You won't give a deadline, but they did want 
basically a week's worth of of uh, data on this person. Would corporate procedures work, or probably more like a security measures kind of thing? I guess security procedures, maybe. Okay, security procedures sounds reasonable. Anybody else have something they want to try? Well, can I try corp procedures? Uh, I don't think this is a standard corporate procedure, but you can go ahead and try that, Padre. Maybe you'll get some other information. Okay. I got one hit out of four dice on security procedures knowledge skill. I got corp security and matrix security both at 12 dice. That's wonderful. Are you going to use them? Sure, why not? Uh, One hit on corporate procedures using seven dice. All right, Padre, you know court procedure security. Yeah, you just turn that all over to the corporate security department and the specialists and let them handle it. Ah, yes. That makes sense now. Okay. His Majesty the Duke of Dex got four hits on both corporate security procedures and matrix security. Okay. Uh, so those of you with that uh, uh, security procedures, um, one hit, you, you, you basically know... The more information you can gather uh, as part of uh, surveillance or profiling a target, the more valuable it is. So the more detailed and more information you have, uh, the better be. So I'm thinking then it might be a good idea for Jane and I to get in positions based on some of the data that we gather over the first couple of days uh, to actually be in position to uh, visually observe and use some of our sensors to pick up information. Um, while our target is en route or at one of her lunch spots or whatever? Uh, well, first of all, uh, the Duke of Dex, uh, you got four hits on both of those. Yeah. So there's a little more that you know. Um, uh, you know for that very likely you are actually going to want to know what happens in the house and what happens in the work. Um, what you have now is like really minimal, like where are they, what is their schedule. That's not going to tell the information you need, like specific routines, behavior at particular locations. Um, you'd need to, you know, it's not enough to know, okay, they're at the house, right? Well, at the house works if you're going to, like, bomb the house or drop a Thor shot from orbit, but if you were going to penetrate in the house and do something, you kind of want to know what they do in the house and what the inside looks like. Same thing at work. You'd want to know where their office is and how you would get there and who are the people around it and what the security around it, uh, and that's the level of detail you need. Um the, the closer you get to that, the, the better off it is. Right now, you just have a basic thing is, yeah, the target's somewhere here right now, and so you know generically where they are. So to get better, you'd have to somehow penetrate more, figure out how to collect more information um, uh, uh, for it, especially if you guys want to live up to your rep and do an excellent job. Well, okay. Um, I guess a lot of that's going to be up to... Um the Duke of Dex, then, because we're going to need covers, excuses to get into places, and uh, maybe we can do a little bit of sneaking around or talking to people. So, forgery is not one of those skills that I have. Dope. Oh, um, well, I could probably handle the forgery side of things a little bit if it's something very simple, but um, you would need to do the actual hacking and changing of files. I don't think we need to do so much forging as... Um, I don't know, can you um, check the house and see if it's something that you can hack and pick up on what sort of um, 
what sort of maintenance services they have? Well, I can certainly try, but uh, my current deck is not really up to the task of doing much other than ordering pizzas. Well, Frag, I got a com link for that. I mean, it'll do in a pinch, but real work? This is, this is not real work. This deck won't handle real work. Kind of feels like we're doing real work now. I thought you were the Duke of Decks. I am the Duke of Decks. I got multiple decks. Not all of them are good. Well, why don't you go get one of your good ones, then? They're currently being occupied. I see. Hence this whole flight south of the border. Fair enough. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely feeling what you're getting at there as well. I, I'm feeling uh, that I don't have the all the right tools and materials to really make the full use of my abilities either. Okay, so no high-tech, um, on-the-fly hacking penetration, Direk. We're going to have to go with what? Well, Direk? I, uh, the, will the Duke of Dex, uh, please do a matrix perception test for me, please. Dust off my cobwebs there. That's what, computer and... Intuition. That's going to be 11 for me. Yo, six hits on 11 dice. I see all the things. Nice. Uh, you've been wondering this for a while, maybe, or you haven't really thought about it at all and didn't care, and you just happen to realize it now. But you had to log into the Blacklight Exchange thing, uh, and you did have a profile on there, uh, both as the group uh, that could offer stuff and individually. And, uh, you know, it does strike you that uh, you already have two rep points associated with you personally on the account, even though your group, the Black Star, has zero. Oh, well, then I guess while we're sitting here having this discussion, I will post up in the job section searching for Cyberdeck details, and I'll put in some details and whatever rep points gets me. Post my Chuck E. Cheese, my Chuck e. Cheese Bucks account. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. Because I feel like the Duke is the kind of guy that would just go to a Chuck E. Cheese to make everybody uneasy. <laughs> okay, um, so you're there putting this post up. What kind of deck are you going, oh, I want this? will be described as best available. Okay. I mean, nobody's going to ask for a Fairlight Paladin, but I mean, if somebody says they can get their hands on one and they're willing to take two Chuck E. Cheese bucks for it, I'm not going to say no. And then the Duke of Dex wakes up from the wonderful, wonderful hallucination he was having. Yeah, that's the, that's the after effects of like a four-day cram binge and boo tie. Unfortunately, what happens is that he gets, uh, he's expecting a Fairlight Excalibur, but he gets a Fairlight, a Fairlight Excalibur, B-U-R-R. Yeah, the, the tablet for English students, right? Yeah, <laughs> suffice like that, yeah. I was like, what, I got you what you wanted? I mean, as far as game turns goes, Nick, I would, I would say that probably standard starting character gear. That would be like a Sony CIY. Yep. But, you know, I'm more than happy in, in my advertisement to illustrate to most one to acceptable. Uh, so you kind of post your request, and there's kind of this anonymous chat thing. Uh, there's like uh, Anonymous Llama and Anonymous Loris and Anonymous Anteater and various postings are in there. And uh, you, the best that's out there uh, available, um, somebody uh, says they could get a hold of a Shiawase Cyber 5, uh, for, but you'd have to pay 11 rep points. Uh, and then a Sony 
Uh, seven rep points. I got you. So we need more Chuck E. Cheese bucks. Well, remember, between your entire team, you you have two rep points. But oh, I uh, probably... I get what you're laying down. So, team, we have multiple Chuck E. Cheese bucks that we could spend amongst us for various different things. Cool. Yay. I can certainly uh, take a crack at uh, doing some hacking and see what we can get. The only problem, think... with, the only problem with prolonged surveillance is like to sit there. We're going to eventually rack up overwatch score. We got to pop out. So, were you thinking like putting in some kind of remote access, like going in, editing a file, basically making a, a hidden user account so one of us could like legitimately log in? Well, I think the first thing we're going to need to do is get a full profile of whatever matrix device, whether it's a you know a house comlink or a host. And what kind of ratings it has, whether it's running anything. Uh, you discovered last time that last time you did discover the Maritech Enterprises host uh, was a rating nine host. Yeah, yeah but, it was a big one. What about the house? Uh, the house is covered by the host. Okay, so got it. The, the, the house was monitored we're, by the. We're totally not hacking that. Never mind. Even if we get the deck you really want, <laughs> we're, we're, I don't think we're going to try that host. That's. I mean, if both Lately and I had Excaliburs, I feel like we could probably do a lot of really cool things. See, all kinds of really cool ice. All right, so we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way and just keep some surveillance on the area as inconspicuously as possible. I think I can hang out in the vicinity uh, for a short time, and then uh, someone else can maybe pass the baton to Jane and have some drones that can buzz through and hang out for a bit. Uh, no one thing, you know? All right. Nick, do you... I know you mentioned uh, that we put up some cameras, but I vaguely recall wanting to do something with the cameras involving uh, camouflaging them, putting them up in such a place that they, they matched up with existing cameras so anybody doing anti-surveillance work would not see uh, suspicious-looking cameras. You know what I mean? Uh, you The two cameras you put up last time are basic... Are basically hidden or merged in so that you guys can use them to track um, whether somebody's going uh, in and out of the house. It's just a general view of the house and a general view of the uh, exit date gate uh, for the office facility. Yeah, I think we wanted to put some up along the route that she often takes. And to do that, I wanted to uh, like put them in near like advertisements and such, so that they blend in with the the cameras that are already in place for those things. You know, to keep track of who's looking at the you know cheesy poof ad to you know see whether they or AR feed needs some extra cheesy poof spam. Uh, that you can easily do. You can purchase cameras, no problem. You guys, uh, you know, will do a roll to see how well you hide them uh, along the route. It's easy for you to do that kind of thing. I do want to remind you, you had at least two uh, members uh, on the Blacklight Exchange who specifically were deckers and offered support services. Okay. Uh, I I do have uh, very good stealth skills and some small amount of hardware knowledge, uh, just enough to know, know how to place a camera without... You know, having it being obscured, that sort of thing. So I can certainly help you with that uh, task lately. Great. Yeah, I've got the whole stealth group, but pretty good. I've got a disguise kit as well, so as I'm doing different things, I'm going to you know, take a moment to adjust my uh, disguise 
apply some makeup, change an accessory here and there, just so I, each time I go out to, to do a different thing, maybe plant the camera or uh, watch a place for a while, each time I'm going to look a little bit different. I'll help with any sneaking tests as well. I guess I'll use my matrix abilities to spot existing cameras and look for places where uh, cameras are likely to blend in with the background. Okay, so make uh, make some of those rolls. All right, so here's a disguise test for me. Seven hits on ten dice, my gosh. Uh, that hits my limit of seven. So my first disguise is pretty awesome. No one on the team even realizes uh, who I am. And I launch you out of the van with the ejection seat because all of a sudden I wonder, what the heck happened? Ah, shoot him! Where'd that guy come from? Oh, wait. Should right, I use uh, sneaking to assist in finding good spots for the cameras or a computer skill of some sort? Uh, either one works for me. They would need to be hidden from matrix per- or disguise or matrix per- perception tests as well. Uh, four hits on my palming test to place the first camera. Can I... Use sneaking to help him with that? Because I don't have the ability to determine whether it's uh, visible from Matrix Perception or not. I guess Go ahead. That hit my limit, so eight hits on sneaking out of 18. And I got four hits to assist. So is that assisting my sneaking around and not getting observed by cameras, or is that assisting my uh, placing the camera in a way that it's not going to be observed? I was rolling with hiding the camera. Okay. I'll do the other thing. Okay, good. So. All right. I'm not making a roll all this stuff for each camera. All right, I got six hits okay. on my personal stealth test, and I got five hits. Um, my limit reduced to my actual number. I would have gotten seven, but uh, my limit was a four plus one for the assist, so I got five hits on hiding the camera. And, of course, I have a disguise uh, of seven hits. Okay, so... Do you want me to make an etiquette test as well so to try to blend in with the populace? Uh, you can try, but nobody's noticed you. All right. I, I don't make any awkward uh, <laughs> uh, attempts at social interactions with people then. I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll be a ghost. All right. Uh, how much? Uh, so it's totally, you know, are you, how many cameras do you think you guys are putting in? How much do they cost? <laughs> how many do we have? Yeah, simple cameras are relatively cheap. You guys can look up what they cost. I think we'd be looking at a like rating two or three. If we get a rating three, that'd be nice because you can get better, you know, perception off of those. I think anything sensor rating four or bigger is going to be too large. Yeah. So can- the cheapest camera is a hundred million. Boy, you can get really expensive ones, a thousand million that can do magical, magical stuff. So, you know, what is your camera budget? I think we're looking at relatively disposable since we're just sitting these out on the street. And I'm broke that too like i not sure how i'm gonna come up with the money for food for the next month all right so you guys are awesome at the disguise and the sneaking people don't even realize jane is there doesn't even she doesn't need to disguise herself or she's part of the scenery whatever uh you know matrix location so your only limit here is your budget for how many cameras you sprinkle and if you want to do the route you're probably talking anywhere from 10 to 20 cameras that you'd like to put up to get I, a good coverage. I can put a grand into it, but that taps me out completely. I could afford three cameras, and that would tap me out. Let's go rob a camera store. That's an excellent idea. 
Actually, no. 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 No, we're not doing one illegal job in order to pull off another illegal job that isn't paying anything. You guys are Black Star, the anarchists. You sound so capitalist and commercial when you talk like that. <laughs> well, I Hey, the resources. revolution doesn't come cheap, my friend. You know what? There may be other cameras already in existence along the route that we could subvert. Let's go for a drive and take a look. You don't have that kind of talent with uh, with hardware. So, yeah, I guess if, if the Duke, you can shell out a grand. Um, Jane, you said you could pick up another three. That's 13 cameras. That, that ought to be enough, right? I was joking. I'm not spending my entire 300 new yen on cameras. Oh, I thought you were offering up the resources. Never mind. Yeah, I've got like a little over 100 myself. Do Hey, Padre. Uh, yes? Uh, do you happen to have any people in your congregation who... I don't know. They have a um, do use electronics business that sort of thing. They they might be willing to uh, donate the use of a few uh, tiny cameras to to our cause. No, no, no. Or loan them. You want to get random congregants involved in this? Not random congregants. Uh, I mean, no people offense to knows. your congregants. You know, congregation. I could ask uh, at the end of mass on Sunday to see if any of uh, a parishioners uh, have a used yeah, electronics store that they might be willing to let uh, the church borrow some cameras for some added security. I was thinking um, maybe you could give someone a call that you might uh, might be able to think of that I mean, you know people around here, right? You've, you, you have the church that's been going on here for quite some time. Um, y- yes, but myself, I've been here for uh, just, uh, well, I came the same time you did. Oh, I thought you were here before we got here. Like, no, no, for no. years. Uh, I thought you were from here. <laughs> if I was, I'd have a lot longer list of contacts instead of the five that I've got. Okay, uh, yeah, never mind, sorry. I guess that, uh, wow, I'm not sure where I got that idea from, but... Padre has been here longer than the rest of you. Oh, yeah, I have he, been here longer. A couple weeks or something. He was already here when you guys shipped yourselves here. Yeah, so I just assumed that he lived here. Uh, so then would I have a good understanding of the parishioners at my church and be able to approach any of them for that request? Um, your parishioners are very poor. All right. You I said used uh, electronics store. Um, okay, or, Padre, or, uh, uh, do you have... What's your... How, how good are you at being a priest and knowing your parish and your congregation. Do you have a skill you would roll to know that? Um, I have a religion skill. I have church-friendly businesses skill. Hey, did you take that quality like you took that one other time when you were uh, playing a pastor? That uh, home ground? Uh, no, I didn't. Ah. Would either of those work, Nick? Uh, let me... Uh, the church-friendly business would be something... Ooh, on six dice, I got three hits. That's an oddly specific and very interesting knowledge skill. I like it. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. All right. So uh, the one thing clearly, you, you go, oh, tons of uh, pawn shops you could get where either some of your parishioners have stolen stuff and do it or selling their things. You could get some cameras cheap, you know, absolutely half price on the standard thing don't last long and they might be work perfectly for what you do and you could return them to the to the store 
So why don't why don't you take a lately around with you and see if you can't scoop up a bunch of cameras for us to use that we can uh, return <laughs> if we need to if we can. That sounds like a plan. Uh, There's three or four pawn shops in this general area that we could all hit. Well, lately, and I could hit. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, Duke, if you could feed me with location data on on the um, on the tracker, I will I will go ahead and uh, do what I can to, to do some tailing and observing without being observed myself. All right. So you guys uh, can use that to, to reach out. Half price cameras, serviceable that will do what you need. Uh, you might even be able to pawn them back when you're done. Um, and uh, you guys have done all your roles for your disguise and distribution, so it gets back to your budget. Are you going to take that thousand million and get twenty cameras? Well, how many cameras do we need? Because the Padres got some cash. Well, I think the whole point of it is to leverage your uh, status and lately's uh, silver tongue to not have to pay for the cameras at all. We could try that. But the, yeah, uh, if you do have to pay for the cameras, then just get as cheap, you know, see if you can get a rental rate or something. But I figure between the two of you, you ought to be able to get some cameras for free, maybe, or on loan. Yeah, I'll do what I can do uh, to fast talk people into giving the Padre uh, the uh, loan of cameras. I mean, it's got to be good for their soul, right? When you're helping Padre, you're helping the church. <laughs> yeah, is- maybe you could even make up some story about you need them for surveillance at the church. But isn't lying a sin? <laughs> Lying. Yes. That's why I'm doing the lying and he's standing there and looking saintly. Right. That's why it's lately is going as well. (laughs) So I just want to be clear that you, the Black Star, uh, the people fighting for the people, are perfectly willing to lie and abuse your privileges with this church congregation and Padre's position rather than just stealing a bunch of cameras from somewhere. I'm not really sure where this judgmental internal narrative voice is coming from. But, uh, <laughs> if you could shut the frag up and let us get on with our business, that'd be great. Personally, I was planning on subverting existing cameras that are out there, but, you know, I mean, stealing them from Padres, uh, you know, folks, uh, that works for me, too. I'm yeah, sorry, not stealing, cameras, borrowing. But, right. Uh, we'll give so, them back if we can. It's so all about it, building that relationship. Uh, uh, you did a little bit of that last time. It's easy, I think. But uh, you know you can pretty much subvert basic cameras that are out there, but you can't keep them running for a long time. You know, every few hours you have to kind of uh, uh, every you have to reboot to well, lose the marks and stuff. Rather than, uh, rather than monitoring them constantly, would be to uh, get in and edit the to uh, an edit file on where they send their images to, and just have them kick them out to some place in the cloud. So that in addition to sending it to whatever their corporate masters wants the image is sent to, it also sends a copy out to someplace we can monitor them. And yeah, if someone comes in to do maintenance, they might notice that. But, you know, it's it's a dead drop, basically, so it's no no issue for us. All that happens is we suddenly lose a camera. Would that be oh. something we could do? Oh, nothing's stopping you from doing that except yourself. Then I am totally going out and doing that. Oh, As will I. All right, well, I'll use my uh, stealth skills then to, uh, you know, do any, uh, vis- just uh, carry on with the, the visual observations instead of planting cameras. I'll be watching the, the house, the place of business, parts of the route, just picking up all kinds of information. Um, I do have 
Um, I don't have cyber eyes, but my eyes have been cybered, so I can pick up and record information that my eyes see. And I'm very interested in the patterns of you know, maintenance vehicles and, oh, of course, police vehicles that come through, uh, people who are coming and going, who are who are working on things, uh, any company logos they might have, anything that I might be able to exploit to get my foot in the door in one place or another. Okay. Uh, that sounds great, but I, I want to make sure that uh, I don't miss my chance of having Late Lee's uh, story that he's giving to the pawn shop owners. Uh, so this would depend on the Duke of Dex actually telling you he's doing that while you guys are busy trying to scrounge up cameras. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely helping with the going out and subverting regular cameras for our use and doing dead drop data dead drops. I know you're doing that, but if you do that, are they not? Are you guys not uh, not uh, taking advantage of this congregation and the well, good feeling of the church? So many cameras we can subvert that way because if we can subvert plenty, then we don't need to. But if we can only get a few and there's still gaps in our coverage, then we'll need to go out and do other stuff. So I think that puts the ball first. back in your court. Oh, that argument totally disincentivizes me from offering you lots of cameras to subvert. <laughs> What were you saying, Jane? Um, Nothing. Okay, yeah, I was under the impression that uh, we'd be aborting the acquiring lots of cameras since we could subvert them, but uh, maybe a hybrid approach is best. So go on your drive. Uh, so, Duke of Dex, we're going to have uh, a bunch of Decker tests and rolls to do these things. And uh, I think uh, we also, uh, um, lately, you're going to have to uh, come up with this justification for um, having even either renting or reduced cost, or maybe even free using these cameras. It's helping us helping them. It could be. Yes, well, the Padre has been having concerns about the security around the area, both for the church and for the community as a whole. And we've been hoping to set up a, a sort of neighborhood watch campaign to uh, keep an eye on the community and and help reduce the, the danger of crime to... Uh, to us and and uh, uh, the children in the area, really. The uh, we were hoping that uh, any old hardware you might have with uh, with cameras that you could donate, we could use to set up a surveillance network that would uh, help us to to monitor the area and and make it uh, uh, safer for the community. Hopefully, if uh, if you or, or a friend or family member of yours is a victim of a crime in the future, once we have this uh, whole network up and running, you'd be able to, to check into it and, and find out uh, who may have been responsible for the problem. Does this sound like the sort of thing that, uh, that you'd be interested in helping out with? Oh, oh, that's so much more uh, community-focused and supportive than... This last batch of cameras were used for. There were some horrible, horrible things that I, I have to tell you that uh, were very sickening on them. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, they're not on there now. Completely erased. No evidence whatsoever. Uh, I have the assurance of the Yageros uh, that uh, there is nothing on there from all of the previous unspeakable acts that used to be uh, recorded and sent through on these cameras. Um, so um, I have a box of 50 here that you could take. Uh, nobody else wanted to buy them. Oh, thank you. And my black bell senses are totally tingling now. So the Duke of Dex, 
You're yeah. hacking camera. You're you're going. Oh, I'm going to find cameras all over the place and subvert them and edit files. So um, we're not going to bother with matrix perception. You find cameras. They're everywhere. This is the society of ubiquitous uh, camera surveillance everywhere. You cannot escape the cameras. So um, I think we're going to go straight to uh, you, you hacking on a fly. Yeah, so I was, what, like hack on a fly to get a mark, then a matrix search to find a file, then a edit command to edit a file. Well, I think it's just browse once you're in, but yeah. Gotcha. So, rolling 16 for the first one. If I can find Discord. There we go. So, four hits on the first hack on the fly. I have zero hits. Which, by the way, does that mean that you're not generating Overwatch score? Don't know, but I won't be uh, in here long enough before rebooting to generate enough Overwatch score. It does start the timer uh, for Overwatch buildup, but you wouldn't have any God score from that, I don't think. So the timer starts, but you start at zero. You know, I'm going to pull up my cheat sheet. That's what I'm missing. As my poor laptop struggles to load Excel. My old is really pissed about loading that. Okay, so let's see. So we'll, do you want to like roll this hack on the fly to get a mark, then matrix search to find a file, then do an edit file and call that a day? Sure. Okay, so that's 11 dice next. Four hits. And now the edit file. You know, I'm just going to search for a data bomb just to be safe. I'm guessing I don't find any. You do not see a data bomb. Doesn't right. mean it isn't there. I know, that's a risk we take. Uh, let's see, our edit file action is going to be computer and logic versus intuition firewall. So that's 11 dice again for me. Two hits on 11 dice this time. All right, from this round of your uh, matrix trickery and decking... Uh, you have 11 cameras generally along the route between uh, her home uh, and work that you've got uh, where they're feeding this uh, data out there. Sweet. And you have a box of 50 cheap uh, used uh, cameras that uh, apparently have some weird defect based on their previous usage. Duke will pop out of uh, AR and be like, whoo, that's a day's work. Let's go down to the canteen and get us some beverages, ladies and gents. Yep, took uh, all of uh, 17 seconds. <laughs> I am parched. Okay, you've got all this visual coverage. You've How many of those 50 cameras do you guys sneak the Jane and... Uh, uh, well, that's not Cliff. Sans. Do Jane and Sans uh, put out there? I think that's a question of how many we need to have decent coverage. Right. I'd also like to scatter a few around in the uh, neighborhood of the church as well. I feel like 20 is a good number to add on top of our 11. That way we've got maximum exposure. Yeah, and then 30 of those cameras around in the uh, the local area. Uh, but before I put any of them up, I want to do a, uh, a deep inspection of them to see if there's any useful blackmail information on them. Nice. Uh, could I, Do you have a hardware skill? I hope so. I'll assist you with yes, that hardware yes, test. Yes, I do. How many bonus dice am I getting? Three from me. That's five hits. Um, the cameras work, What? Uh, but the big kind of weird thing that's happened with them is their capacity for throughput, uh, you know, something like destroyed or burnt out, 
uh, a part of their their uh, uh, throughput. So you, they're not going to be the best resolution. It's it's like having you know low resolution cameras, and they don't have kind of the onboard memory storage, and they're going to transmit stuff pretty slowly. Um, if any of these cameras had things like uh, uh, like a night vision mode or demographic, you, you kind of go, okay, I'm going to have to, you, you basically uh, can't do use uh, additional features. You can do things where, okay, this is just, if it was a thermographic uh, camera, some of them are, then it only has thermographic mode. It won't do any other mode. So they're really, you know, but they didn't start out that way. Like something... And, and it's inconsistent, uh, and you're thinking this is this is really weird because if you were just scrubbing data, there's other you would actually look at resetting to factory default kind of thing, but some something went through these and actively uh, burnt out or did things uh, to them. Now maybe these were bricked and weren't repaired well. Um, that could be it, but you go, well, you would just replace modules or parts on it and fix it. So, um, it, it is a whole bunch of strange damage, um, that, uh, um, uh, uh, doesn't really make sense to you. Uh, but you can get them, get them all working in some way or another and can contributing to what you, they, they're all usable for something. You probably need at least two or three of these to kind of effectively do what one other camera did. Well, I guess, uh, say, 20 of them around the local area, the other 30 set up for along the route that we're surveilling? Yeah, around the road. Okay, so you guys have uh, gotten a really effective, independent coverage to look at Adolfina's general set of routes uh, from where she lives and where she goes to work. Um, you still know that there's that helicopter, and... Um, I believe uh, the Duke of Dex would have pointed out you are actually going to have to think about how you can figure out what she does at home and maybe what she does when she's at work uh, to have the best results that somebody wants. Um, what you have now will give somebody very good information about how she travels from home to work but not what she does when she's at home or what she doesn't work. And of course, there's gonna be that independent time when she will not be at home or at work, but uh, doing something else. I'm just gonna be keeping tabs on her movements for now and seeing what I can pick up about what's going on in the periphery of, of her life. Uh, most interested in the various different, uh, potentially, I guess, maintenance type services that, that might be involved in her premises or transportation services, anything that I might be able to use as a cover to maybe put together a disguise and sneak into one of the buildings, whether it's her house or her workplace. And then we also need to tag that helicopter because we don't know where that goes or what that does. So I think we're going to have Jane shoot it, right? That was the plan. Just like you did with the SUV, Jane? Sure. Okay, then. Um, I guess I'll let you know when... Uh, might, you might be uh, have a good window for uh, taking a shot at that helicopter. If you want to help me watch the cameras and such? Sure. So we're doing stuff. Stuff. Get out of my head! I have enough voices in Oh, maybe I should turn off the uh, music. Okay, uh, so as far as transportation, you know that she has that uh, kind of the black SUV company vehicle 
um, to, uh, taking it back and forth from from the home uh, to the offices downtown. Um, you uh, you know um, most of the deliveries were done uh, via drones for most of the things uh, to the house. Um, and uh, a lot of like the gardening, um, let's say gardening, landscaping, those kind of services, it's uh, automated. They have uh, drones that uh, go around snipping those blades of grass and doing it. Apparently, they don't suffer from chronic back pain and bad knees from uh, spending years uh, trimming grass and hedges, or at least they don't complain about it. So uh, there isn't there isn't like the pool man that comes by and doesn't. You don't really see in that neighborhood those kind of uh, services being provided. Now, at the work facility, were you also interested, like, uh, who goes in and out of the Maritech Enterprises uh, facility? All right. uh, So who's looking? Uh, Sans certainly is. Uh, He's not the most perceptive. Jane's been patrolling as well. Padre could take a time or two. Anybody who's looking for stuff, uh, do a perception test of some kind. I'm guessing I'm probably busy dealing with all those cameras. I'll pop a small drone for uh, Overwatch just to keep an eye on things, because why not? I got six hits on nine dice. I hit my limit of four on seven dice. And Padre got four hits, uh, visual perception of 14 dice. I had to have hit my limit, let me check. I got a hit. If this is my mental limit, I got 10. Wow. That's like almost all of all, all the dice. Exploding dice is in our favor today. Hopefully it doesn't roll like that for the NPCs if we get into a scrap. No kidding. Speak for yourself. My dice rolls so far have kind of sucked. Yeah, Johnny's uh, staring through that window thinking about, damn it, there are some races tonight I could be going to. Actually, you're probably not too far off. Looks like the Duke, however, has been cramming down Red Bull and coffee. He's way into this. Um, so, uh, Maritech Enterprises um, actually has a... Actually, uh, what you realize is, uh, as you're observing the place, is that, um, yes, it is the HQ for Maritech, but they actually don't have uh, a large part... The facility itself actually... Um, is uh, old, uh, used to be the port, and part of the facility is still used uh, for a lot of um, maritime traffic and logistics. Now, what you think it looks like to you, especially the Duke and Yams Ring, is they're just transshipping stuff uh, that they need to deliver elsewhere. So um, imagine like today you look at, uh, you can drive around and see those uh, big warehouses where trucks are exchanging containers and nobody's actually delivering anything in that town. It's the same thing with this place. There's a, a lot of uh, boats and barges and things that come in and deliver material here. Maybe some of it gets repackaged, but then it's transshipped to other places. Uh, they maybe have where small ships come in with single containers and then they're accumulated and put on another craft and shipped out. They don't actually take anything very much here and like switch it between 
the maritime delivery and the land logistics because you're downtown and uh, high traffic of goods won't go through here. Um, but they also can move uh, uh, kind of along the docks. They have like a small rail line that goes along to another facility uh, further along uh, near the poor area where they can move them uh, to uh, trucks and other delivery methods here. So there's actually a lot of traffic in and out of the place uh, in terms of containers and goods. And while you obviously don't have a lot of people going in and out, uh, people are these useful, generic uh, um, uh, workers, wage slaves. wage slaves, that anything that they can't figure out quite to do robotically or with drones, a person or a group of people might be able to go uh, do it uh, independently. So they actually have a, a, a stevedore as a workforce that goes in um, to, to deal with stuff, uh, to handle things that, uh, are outside of the automated uh, thing. And, uh, obviously, um, it's a working office. So there are people that you think might be, they probably have riggers and other people in there. So it's not just the H- HQ stuff there. So because of that, there's quite a bit of, uh, um, especially if you came in on ships, uh, or boats or delivery barges that they have coming in. Um, there's a lot of traffic in and out uh, in there. So there's a lot of possibilities there uh, in that. And uh, as is typical, um, you actually have this workforce there. Um, and so there's a lot of support services in the workforce. There's, uh, they come out and eat at the square. There's uh, uh, delivery of food. Uh, delivery of uh, uh, drinks and uh, whatever else somebody needs there. If it's, you know, it gets delivered uh, there, typically the person will come out and pick stuff up or you know, like pick it up at the entrance. Uh, but that kind of traffic occurs. They don't actually let uh, delivery into the uh, facility to alert anybody, but there is a lot of traffic. So you know about all the maritime delivery and transshipment, but they don't actually put it on land here. Yeah. And there's a short rail spur, and they transship it there. And then there's actually a lot of stevedores and other people that come to work because not automation can't handle everything. Right. Lots of on-site support around the business that's done there. Right. So there'll be food delivery, drink delivery, other stuff delivered there quite frequently, and and it operates 24 hours. Okay, so my idea is that if we need to infiltrate this place, we could then figure out where it is uh, the people who are having access to here go drinking, find a good likely target, uh, someone who uh, might be single, uh, match the profile of one of us pretty closely physically, and uh, abduct them, sit on them, and uh, replace them, and head on in with a good disguise. And it's very risky, though. If the disguise doesn't hold up and... uh, if we don't have enough details, then, well, it could all go um, south very quickly. But we do have the advantage of having the person we're uh, going in to replace temporarily. Um, well, we have access to them, uh, rather unlimited access. When we're all done, we set them loose. They resume their wage-slave lives. Or maybe the, the experience will change them in some way. Wake them up, shake them out of their corporate life. 
Gotcha. So it sounds like we're going to snatch a body, take their place, get in, poke around, see what's going on. Mm, I'm suggesting it as a as a potential course of action we could take if we wanted to infiltrate the place. I'm not certain we absolutely certain that we need to do so. Uh, we might just find out uh, plenty of useful gossip just talking to people in the in the bars that they go to. Yeah, uh, we could we could always start there and then work up our uh, level of aggression or luddite. All I heard was bar. Bars have booze. Booze sounds good. I'm with, I'm with Johnny. I think that's probably our best course of action right now. Yeah, we need to right. do some research into a couple bottles of top shelf. What do you say, Duke? I'm all game. Well, I think uh, based on the information that we were able to aggregate, and uh, the Duke was uh, so nicely able to compile into these uh, very, very useful reports, um, I think this particular bar might be our best bet. Now, I'm I'm going to have to look up a bar name now. El Loco Cantina. What was the name of that one from our uh, Lone Star game? Uh, the space no, version the, of that. Uh, the Brony Rump? I don't know. I was thinking, uh, well, how about... Um, El Brony Romp? No, no, guys. I am getting <laughs> your name. Well, my suggestion was the Amarillo um, Armadillo. You pick a color and an animal, and then, in this case, we're doing a- alliteration. I like it. El Loco Gringo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fitting. El Torpedo Verde. <laughs> um, oh, wow. I should really do more of this. The Dirty Shame. It's called The Dirty Shame. <laughs> so my suggestion is we, we break up the party a bit when we go inside. All right. Gabrielle Vegan Tea and Soy Service is a small uh, dive bar in some alley about half a block away where it has one of those entrances that doesn't advertise or label. But you see all, uh, you know, lots of people from this facility that are working on docks and go there. Neat. Yeah, no, I know the name sounds a bit off, but uh, trust me, they're all going here. If you say so. <laughs> you were right. the one who pointed it out. See, it's it's on page 47 of your report. Uh, the, I don't the even know what I put together sometimes. Of Maritech. <laughs> I mean, that so. sounds like something I might have done, but I haven't had a good right. night's sleep in like a week. So, yeah, if we all go in together, we're going to look like a crew. So maybe just you know, trickle in. I'll volunteer to go first. Johnny, do you feel like you can ride shotgun? <laughs> I got the shells. We'll go ahead and make sure it's safe. And Duke does that with yeah, the location yeah, yeah. marks. Yeah, safe. We'll, we'll check the bottles to make sure that they're uh, they're consumable. Awfully noble of you, chums. All right. And, uh, hey, I, I got careful. nothing. I, I care about the safety of my team. I can't. I can't. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I let them drink cheap booze. Absolutely, and you, unit cohesion and security is really my my priority as well. This here, this, here. Is a, this is a wage slave hangout, okay? Not a ganger bar, so don't go exactly. swinging any punches. But those wage You'll slaves who work people. on a hive mind, you know, they could just go crazy all at once. Oh wait, wait hold on! I got to make sure I, I do wage slave. Um, uh, spreadsheets. Um, um. Oh God! Spreadsheets, spreadsheets! I'm gonna kill people! Spreadsheets! That's exactly what they do. Hey, I know. I've seen it too many times. Somehow to regulate them spreadsheets. We never know what their trigger words could be. I feel like we should. I feel like somebody else. Uh, so who's going to, into this dive bar first? It's definitely the Duke. Yeah, I think the Duke and Johnny are both sort of like trying to squeeze through the door at the same time and having trouble getting in. 
Because they both wanted no, no, the first I, ones in the bar. No, no, I will be nice just this once, and I will let the Duke precede me because, you know, I'm such a nice guy. So I have something to say here quick. I have to go AFK uh, in real life here for just a second, but uh, Jane comes into the bar at some point, not at the same time anybody else does, but whenever it occurs to anybody to look for her, she's there. I'll be right back. Never saw her come in. So, Gabrielle, vegan toy and soy service, uh, Definitely. Sends a later. Uh, it features a soy currywurst, uh, which you can uh, get in various ways. And one of the ways, it's fried currywurst uh, special. Uh, and you get you can drink iced uh, soy pop XXL, which is this alcoholic soy pop drink uh, uh, there. And that's kind of you can see there's this old menu written on the wall that's been uh, scratched out that had beautiful vegan tea and these specialty a uh, whole range of specialty soy uh, products that uh, 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 that actually sounded really nice uh, but no that's just special soy curry worst fried or not fried uh, with the ice soy pop xxxl all right, so we're drinking Sweet. and eating sore stuff until we uh, discover all of their plans. Yep, it's tres XL. God, this is revolting. Can I get some more? <laughs> yes, I'm going to order uh, five dos tres XLs. It's amazing, but the tres XL uh, off it really uh, kind of cleanses the palate, so that your next round of currywurst uh, can you can get the flavor all over again and burn your tongue. I just want to say, I don't always try to infiltrate wage slave bars, but when I do... I drink Trace Ecky L. I drink Trace Ecky L, which is basically like soy drain cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Redline, the most interesting no. rigger in the world. In my it's, it's ice soy pop. It's chilly, you know, it's got ice in the bubbly thing. Kind of looks like dry ice, maybe. Might not be that good for you, but hey, it's cold and bubbly. And Tracecki and Killers Out, the taste of currywurst. I almost feel ashamed for drinking this stuff. Almost. I don't have that high of a standard. It's been forever since I've got pissed, so this is happening. And it's uh, down in the basement, so that actually makes it cool, uh, in, in, as well, um, you know, cooler in temperature. Not a cool place to be, unless you think it is. Um, and uh, it's actually quite large uh, down in there. You can tell uh, this is the kind of place that the wage slaves or uh, low-level server support uh, in downtown, uh, this kind of place they come to to get a meal and uh, fill themselves up with the uh, soy pop uh, Trezeki Zell. Oh, yep, the Duke is going to get a meal and a lot of drinks and continue drinking and drinking. Drink and drink and drink and drink until we drink some more. Okay. Um, to keep up appearances, I'm not going to go totally crazy with this. I'll go slightly. Um, I, I will not hang with the Duke drink for drink. More of a three to one kind of thing. Just enough to drown out the mediocrity that I'm feeling in this place. But not so much that I would be impaired should something actually happen. However, if they have any type of, um, you know, snacks or anything like that, that would probably be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, snacks. Um, they have uh, dried curried worst chips. And have you have you tried this fried 
soy currywurst thing. It's it actually gets better the more you drink. A lot of things get better the more you drink, including a couple of my ex girlfriends. <laughs> I think um, lately I was going to suggest that uh, you and I go in at about the same time, and um, we could kind of uh, tag team people. See if we can get get some information. Maybe get some guys into a bathroom. Um, offer them some Nova Coke. Uh, get them into more of a partying mood. Find out more. Uh, find out whatever we need from them. What do you think? Lately, I thought I was going to be doing the uh, the camera stuff during this time, but uh, yeah, if there's time for me to to go over there and help out, I could certainly do that. You I think can the camera sit. stuff is done at this point. We're we're going out drinking afterwards and mixing business and pleasure. You can sit in this bar and have your 50-hour uh, windows and stare off in the space, and you'll fit right in. Sweet. So did anybody you, actually say Nova Coke out loud? Um, overcomes. It would have been, you know, saying it to, um, never mind, you're the Duke of Dex. Of course, you know why I said it. Lately, if you're really creative, you can take those 50 feeds and see if you can make a picture out of them. <laughs> And are scouting for a batch of wage slaves that we can help uh, put them, set them on the very beginning path towards neo neo anarchy, and pump them from information. Uh, do, do I see a likely um, group of people? Of course, these are wage slaves. They're inherently oppressed by the man, right? They should all be candidates for you to recruit or do whatever you're going to do. Which I have no idea. Hey, lately. Check out these zombies. Totally rifle through their comlinks and see what I can find out about them. All right, let's have some rolls. I, I can always roll for uh, how much I'm drinking. So that's six hits on a hacking test and eight hits on a matrix search to get background info on them. Are you looking for anything in particular? Well, my understanding is we want to find likely candidates for... Uh, Cliff's character to uh, impersonate them and, and take over their life for a period. So I guess I'm looking for information that might help with that, such as uh, their relationship status, uh, what part of the city they live in. Um, I don't know, Cliff, what other sort of information are you interested in finding out for your uh, escapade? Oh gosh, that's not really my plan A, but uh, it's a good thing to start thinking ahead for. Yeah, you certainly. Know, Any biometric data that they have that might be uh, important. If they got families that they can be ransomed, you know, that kind of stuff. Or if they're single folks without much in the way of, uh, you know, social activities and connections, so they might not be missed. Precisely. Exactly. You know, yeah. what kind of fear they might have in their fridge at home, just saying. Iced soy pop tres equis L. The problem with that is that those people aren't here. I don't know. They might be drinking alone in the corner, wishing that they could join in with all the uh, happy, fun-loving people over on the other side of the bar. Okay. So with those hits, you find what you want. So what do you want? We want a socially awkward, no friends, high-level important, but low-profile wage slave that we can manipulate to our ends. It looks a bit like Cliff's character. Hey, Cliff, can you change your name in the chat so I can remember what the heck your character's name is? Sands. Thank you. So, you find uh, Manuel Jose Cuela Mateos. I will pass on Manuel's information to Sands. Manuel uh, Jose Cuela Mateos. He's the one over there in the corner that looks like you. He doesn't look like... Uh, close enough. I mean, he's the same height. As, as and as body fat percentage. 
and body fat percentage. Yes. I mean, yeah, his nose is a little bit larger, and, you know, he's got different colored eyes, but, you know. Is he, by himself, or, is he by himself or with some coworkers? You guys wanted the loner. He's alone. What do you want him to be? He is a blank slate for you to impose your will uh, upon the universe on. So what are you looking for? Manuel, he's that for you. In some ways, he's uh, really there to serve you and be of service to you. So what do you need him to be? Well, I guess I'll, I'll turn to Lately and say, well, um, do you want to take the lead on talking to him? I figure Why we, are we talking to him? I thought you just wanted to grab him and replace him. What? No, we don't have a plan or a purpose to do that with at this point, but... Then what am I talking to him for? Let's get him trashed. Yeah, exactly. Get him trashed. Open up his mind to yeah. lay the groundwork. Then we kidnap him, you know, later, when we actually have an objective to, to do with our kidnapping. He could be a mole for us. We get then I, then we I guess I will uh, head over to chat with him, saying that I heard that he was uh, interested in drone racing. Because he's totally interested in drone racing, right, guys? Oh, yeah, totally drone racing, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, who is it? Yeah, yeah, sure. And the Duke is going to get, like, five or six of those trace dose beer soy pop things and take them over to the table and be like, Hey, you guys look like a party. Como se llamo el party. I'm new in town, and I want to know about the local drone racing circuit, because it sounds like something I want to get involved in. And he's the man to talk to, right? That's what the bartender said. So you uh, approach Manuel Jose Cuela Mateos and and go straight to the drone racing uh, intro. And and he says, but but, uh, (laughs) Esteban doesn't know my name. You sure about that? I mean, you know his. But it says it right there over his head. Esteban. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I'm not too good with the computer stuff. I don't know. Maybe he knows it from your bar tab. But, well, it's kind of strange. All the bartenders here have Esteban over their head. That is kind of weird. Just like, uh, you know, whenever they have a waitress, the waitress is always Gabrielle Reagan. Huh. So you're telling me you don't know anything about drone racing? That's... Where you do the drones, well, I only do the one where you have the the controls in your hand and you get to feel the joystick as you manipulate it around the course. Ah, oh, yeah, wow, that sounds that sounds exciting. Hey, you know what's more exciting? I bought a round. Oh no, uh, I can't afford to buy you another another Trezekis. No, no, I bought you a round. Como, como say free beer? Well. I like uh, my drone. I use the extra fans so it has seven fans instead of six, uh, so that uh, it gives me that extra momentum. But it really drains the battery. So I guess we'll chat about drone racing and the excitement of it. I'll occasionally ping uh, Johnny Redline for for information if I need anything technical to back up my uh, alleged interest in it. And you will now make your con check. Or etiquette check against this guy. Against Manuel Jose Cuela Mateos. For a second there, I thought you said Manuel Jose Cuervo. Cuela. What, Jose? Is that, Sans that an elf? To... Sans, are you an elf? Yes. Alrighty. Here comes that elf master race nonsense. <laughs> oh, hey, bonus. My flaw only applies for negotiation. 
Not for other social skills. Right. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, they don't, he doesn't get bonus dice. I just have a penalty. It's okay. You picked on a guy who doesn't get to roll. <laughs> Good choice. Three hits. You have three hits on this opposed test. All right, so Manuel has totally succumbed to your wiles and is not suspicious whatsoever and is just chatting uh, uh, about stuff. Uh, he will even let you invite yourselves to his place to see his drone. Oh, we totally need to see that, that seventh fan. I mean, that, that sounds like a game changer. But I have a hard time picturing it, so I definitely need to see it in person. It will revolutionize the drone racing industry. If I'm overhearing this, though I'm smart enough to keep to myself, I'm thinking, lame, a joystick. You've got to be kidding me! Oh, that was oh, that was great in like oh, I don't know, 2020. Uh, it probably disturbs you a little bit when he talks lovingly about the feedback mechanisms as he's handling his joystick. I cringe inside a little bit every time he says something like that. I die just a little bit more. And then I comfort myself with more alcohol. All right. Uh, can anybody in uh, the bar, in um, the Gabrielle Vegan's Tea and Soy Service, uh, please uh, make a perception roll? And um, I think uh, an etiquette roll for fitting in. Uh oh. Really? <laughs> Five hits on my perception. And I'd like, since I'm sitting with the Duke of Dex while he's drinking, can I assist him on his etiquette roll? Uh, sure. One hit on my etiquette, five on my perception. And, and Johnny, actually, you don't need to make an etiquette roll. You fit in. All right. Initially, I rolled a critical glitch on my perception test of seven dice. I spent an edge, re-rolled, and got three instead. I got four Two. hits on my perception. And Duke, you get an extra five dice on your etiquette if you've got that many ranks in it. I have precisely no ranks in etiquette. Oh, well, you get plus one on your limit. I also got three hits on my five dice in etiquette. I got five hits for my own personal etiquette roll. In fact, I have a couple of flaws that make me really un- unlikable in person. Manuel is your best friend. So what I would, I would roll two dice. Do you get to roll? Well, I mean, I can default to charisma at one. Then uh, lately rolled a bunch of dice, but I have no ranks. So do I get zero or one from that? Uh, actually, the teamwork test, you have to have the skill, so... Yeah, so it just gives you a bonus to your limit. Which, I think your limit is bigger than your dice pool anyway. Yeah, uh, and, you, and if you pre-edge it, which you probably should, yeah. Then, oh, uh, yeah. it blows your limit anyway. Yeah, well, I'm absolutely going to use my edge on this. I think, that, and I think, actually, the last time I did this, it worked out wonderfully. Hey, look at that, four hits. Dear Lord. I'm awesome when I drink. Okay, um, every got uh, a decent perception. Jane, last minute. All right, so Jane, you're uh, you're kind of like, you know, drifting around, trying to be in the background, finding these, like, spots to be kind of out of most people's uh, direct attention or uh, where they pay attention. And he realized at the last minute you're about to back out through the entrance, <laughs> uh, which, uh, you know, of course, would completely take you out of the line of sight. Or but you stop yourself and kind of, you know, step, o- step over. Uh, and as you do that, a man uh, comes in and he kind of stands out, not as a uh, physical specimen or a person, but by the fact 
that uh, he's dressed uh, very, very distinctly in uh, what <laughs> really appears to be this brilliantly white starched uh, Panama suit and a fedora hat uh, with a, with a, an orange uh, kind of band around the fedora uh, that has uh, uh, um, has uh, dragon uh, symbols uh, around it. So it's like kind of uh, um, uh, has uh, the circles with it, like a dragon head in this band around the the fedora where he normally had the little black thing he has that and he really stands out because this place when he steps in the place got a little brighter uh because of the outfit he's wearing even though it actually isn't emitting any light uh and you know if you had stepped back you would have stepped right into him but now you're you're kind of next to him and can see him as he comes in and of course everybody else notices him as he comes in and uh, he quite casually uh, goes up to the bar and uh, orders a Trezakis L and some curryverse uh, and uh, sits at the bar as a plate is uh, delivered to him. But definitely looks out of place uh, compared to everybody else because uh, most of you can tell this is also pretty expensive uh, outfit like that. And it's still clean super clean in here. A lot of people here don't have their uh, clothing as clean. El Jefe. Uh, he's also distinctly European or white himself. Das Jefe? Okay. So, so you guys are doing a routine. Uh, and as his order arrives in a few minutes and you guys are, you know, hanging out and drinking, but there's this distinct person here. Um you hear uh, kind of these loud, booted uh, footsteps uh, come in, and the door opens, and a couple uh, local security officers uh, in their light security armor and their fully automatic battle rifles slung over them, and their submachine guns, and their machine pistols, and their machetes, and clubs, and stun batons. And the helmets uh, step into the place uh, and uh, look around uh, as if they're on duty. I am going to duck down and try to not be observed by them. Even if I might look funny to some of the other patrons, I don't want them to see me. I'm convinced they're here after me for some reason. Anybody else I'm doing anything? Technology. Who, who's starting to shoot? This, this would be a great time for a bar fight. I have been told that I am blending in very well. I'm going to continue <laughs> blending. Yeah, I think Manuel and I are going to go check out his drone back at his place, right? I, I, I was under the impression you guys had already left. I, I wasn't right. sure. We, were, we got to make all these exciting rolls, so I assume that oh, might yeah. we were still here. You must have still been in the bar then. Right, yeah. I, got seven, I got seven hits in my stealth sneaking roll. Okay. Um, all right. Um, does, so lately, are you going to now get up and leave with Manuel? No, I'm going to convince Manuel that it's his idea that we should get up and leave, and then I'm going to follow him. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, Manuel uh, gets up, um, kind of slowly walks towards the door. Uh, these two uh, um, uh, uh, troopers or guardsmen, you're not sure what they are here, but they're definitely official uh, security uh, folk here. Um uh, he kind of deep any conversation about uh, drone racing. Uh, he uh, he uh, walks up to them, um, 
they uh, actually uh, uh, step aside. Uh, one of them kind of stands near the door, and the other one advances uh, to the bar. Um, and uh, 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 stands at the bar and looks around. And between the two of them, they're like looking over the whole room. All right. So, um, can everybody hear uh, what sins are you broadcasting? Currently, none. Okay. So, lately, uh, are you? What identity are you displaying as you follow uh, Manuel out? Key Aaron Dotter, my rating two fakes in. All right, you want to roll the dice for your sin check? Actually, I think you're supposed to roll. Actually, I'm yeah, supposed to roll that. Damn it! You make it out the door. Johnny, are you broadcasting a sin? What is it? I am broadcasting my level four fake sin, Johnny Redding. You know, simple, basic. It says, you know, says, hey, I'm a tourist. Uh, amusingly enough, they don't even check yours because you're fitting in. Sweet. Uh, the Duke of Dex, what are you doing? What's your sin that you're broadcasting? Jack Squattery. Jane, are you broadcasting a sin? I am. It's rating five. Fake sin. Theta Barra. And Padre, are you broadcasting a sin? Um, I've kind of been hanging around outside in the shadows. Didn't really want to go into a bar. And no, he has no sin to broadcast. Okay. So now we're going to do something a little bit different here. Uh, Sans, how many hits did you get on your uh, stealth? Uh, I had seven hits on my stealth. Uh, and Jane, what did you get on your uh, stealth or etiquette? Uh, etiquette. Um, oh, I thought we had to roll etiquette, and we didn't have a choice. That's that's for something else. Uh, the But you did a stealth one earlier. What was that? Uh, that is seven hits on 20 dice. Uh Padre, I need you also to do. Uh, oh God! <laughs> so Padre and the Duke of Dex, each of you needs to do a uh, a sneak roll here. Does that default to reaction or agility? Agility. Cool. I guess you need one more die. Four hits on nine dice. <laughs> I rolled two dice because I'm defaulting to agility, and I got two hits. All right, so Padre, you're you're outside, kind of hanging around in this alley. Uh, you saw these two troopers go in and and go down to the bar. And great, they missed me. Uh, and um, somebody, t- uh, you, you go, oh, awesome. There's something, you know, they're going in there doing a check. I'm okay, but uh, you, uh, someone taps you in the soldier uh, on the soul. Ah, something. Blah, blah, blah. Shoulder surgery. Somebody taps you on the shoulder, uh, and you turn around, and there's two other uh, of these uh, trooper patrol guys there, and they say, uh, who are you? Yep. Identity and check. I'll say, greetings, my son. I am Padre, uh, oh shit, what the hell, Dominguez. Ah, Padre, you know you must be broadcasting your papers while you are here. Please. Turn them on. Uh, yes, my son. I do not have uh, a com link I, uh, to, to broadcast them with. And if he searches me, yeah, I don't have a com link. Okay. Ah, well, 
please uh, hold out your hand. Uh, and he gets out a, 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 a box. Um, it's a small uh, box, um, about two centimeters high um, and four centimeters by four centimeters. And it has like a finger hole. And he's like, oh, please put uh, your finger in here. Do any of us uh, have any idea if this is going on? I'll put my finger in the hole. Uh, I assume the index finger? Uh, well, actually, you can do any finger. You're tired of having your index finger used for this. <laughs> I'm doing a middle finger. Uh, I'll like give him my, my left hand index finger. It'd be a whole lot cooler if he did, though. I would have laughed if he had, like, a, an artificial hand, and that's the one he put <laughs> <laughs> I get them confused. <laughs> okay, uh, you put that in uh, the machine. Uh, you actually don't feel anything. It's not one of those where they're malicious and whatever, but you can tell it's a kind of biometric reader and it's, it's doing something with you. Now, do you actually have a fake identity? No, I don't have identity at all. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, uh, the true Chris, oh, there seems to be some uh, sort of problem with uh, your biometrics, uh, Padre Dominguez. Uh, you should come with us to the station, and we will uh, get this straightened out. They have better equipment there. I'm sure uh, this will only take a moment. Uh, I would be happy to go with you, my son. Uh, I, should I tell him that I don't have a sin? Or would that be like just jumping from the heat into the fire? I mean, do you want him to put the boots to you? This this is like, oh, yes, officer. I was at least going 30 miles per hour over the speed limit. I know that. I mean, what, uh, what do you think? Um, it's illegal to not have a sin. Admitting you have no sin is like saying, hey, yes, I am an illegal uh, immigrant, uh, officer. I was sent by the church, dog. I'm not illegal. They must have obviously lost their paperwork. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to get away from them somehow or... As far as I know, we don't know this is going on, or, or or do we see this happening? He has no comlink. Do you have a headwear comlink or something? Uh, let me look on this again. I'm looking at my gear here. It's uh, cyberware. You just spent essence for it. I, I don't have any cyberware. I'm a caster. Um, I could do an influence uh, to try and let him have late, let me go explaining that there must have been uh, some confusion with the paperwork, and I'm supposed to go and meet some parishioners uh, this evening, and uh, you know I, I shouldn't be late, but I could be there tomorrow morning first thing. Is that what an influence spell does, is let him uh, agree with what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you actually have several options here. What you want to think... Uh, okay. So you have the influence spell, and that's exactly what it does. It would give a suggestion, like they would go, oh, yeah, he really is an innocent uh, old Piedra, and he couldn't possibly be hanging out trying to corrupt the poor wage slaves to infiltrate a poor corporate facility uh, in this alley downtown. Um, but that would be casting a spell, and that could be visible or apparent to them as you do it. And you have to actually do it for a while. So I could do it at a low rating, but use reagents to, to boost it? Absolutely. The other, op- the other option is um, you do have summonings. Is Spirits of Man on your list of uh, spirits you can summon? 
Uh, uh, let me see real quick. I'm do that. I can do guidance, air, earth, fire, water, and it looks like everything else is grayed out. Well, you said guardian spirits as a specialty on your sheet, but you don't have those right. on your list. Yeah, because I uh, I picked that before I got the uh, uh, the update for Hero Lab, and so in the first uh, our first session, I discussed that with you, and I thought you said that that would be okay. Uh, you probably I, should I, have it where the specialization is one that you have, unless. Uh, you think about some rituals or other things that actually allow you to do spirits outside of your normal set. Do the guidance spirits have uh, influence themselves, or allow you to? Uh, do they allow you to? They don't have innate spell, do they? Uh, they have. Um, they have fear. They have guard, sapience, materialization, immunity to normal weapons, engulf energy aura. Elemental attack, fire, confusion, astral form, accident. Influences on their optional power. So, so influences on their optional power. So if you summon at least a four three force three guardian spirit and give it the influence power, it could use the power. And this would not be like you spell casting right there. You're just gonna concentrate on summoning uh, a spirit and have it do it for you. It's going to take a little longer, though, because the spirit's going to have to manifest after you summon it and order it. It can materialize, but, you know, if you just walk away with troopers, you have plenty of time to summon, have them do it while you're walking with them, and at some point, they might just keep walking away. Yeah, because I walk slowly because I'm old. Um, And so I should get rid of the guardian spirits and change that to guidance spirits? For your specialization, yes. I'll do that. But not at this minute. In this minute, I'll be uh, walking toward the precinct house with these uh, two lovely uh, local police officers, uh, summoning a guidance spirit with the optional power of influence and have it influence the two guards that uh, they should keep walking while I go the opposite direction. All right. So what force are you summoning your guidance spirit? Um, Well, I have a speciality in it. Apparently, so uh, let's say. Well, so the higher the force, the more dramatic uh, movements and mumblings and stuff. I would imagine, correct? You know, the title of noticing magic is, I believe, noticing spellcasting. <clears throat> but this is summoning. Yep. So uh, yeah, let's let's go with a three because that way he'll get the one optional power that he needs. Um, six hits. All right, conjuring is on the list of things that probably would be visible. So, um, it would. So we are going to have to think about how you can avoid them noticing you summoning. Why would they notice them summoning? Any form of magic, conjuring, spellcasting, enchanting, magical objects, changes the world around them. So, summoning is on the list of things that people can notice. Yep, and it's uh, versus the threshold equals skill rating and being performer, yeah. No, with it being a Force 3, it's a little bit less likely for them to notice then, I guess. Well, he can also, you know, do a sneaking check or distract them with a social test. I could definitely do that with a social test, maybe an etiquette test or something. Question them a little bit, get them to look down a particular alleyway while I summon. Okay, 
so you want to try that that will give you some cover for against them perceiving you as you do the summoning yeah definitely so nine dice on etiquette i got five hits and so we'll, we'll be walking by an alley and i'll say uh officers did you see that was that a woman lying in the in the alley there for me, please. Oh, uh, that's. I think uh, that would be a contest, uh, which you don't have. You do have the etiquette, so it'll be like there. Okay. You are you are being so cooperative that they really think that uh, you you just don't happen to have your con link uh, with you. Uh, what force spirit are you summoning? Uh, three. So just the uh, two drain for you, and uh, you you have uh, five services. Okay, so I will uh, mentally communicate with my summoned spirit and ask it to use its influence power on these two guys to have them just keep walking while I go a different direction. And if it's got to materialize to do that, then have it materialize, you know, a couple hundred feet up in the air so it doesn't... To have to do it right next to them. That way it's not seen. You know, it's threshold eight for them to notice you do this. So uh, minus, all right, threshold eight, minus three, so threshold five. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yes? Isn't it terrible that defenders win ties? But it's a threshold test. So um, they, you're, you're doing the summoning and they, they stop you and say, father, what are you doing? What do you, they seem suspicious. Uh, what do you, uh, what are you going to do at this point? You're going to lie to them. This might be the distraction thing. I am just praying, my son. nobis. Okay, so why don't you do your etiquette check with the plus two dice? Okay. Uh, So with 11 dice, I got three hits. Okay. Um, So you've... uh, um, Hmm. Can you roll the six dice for your spirit uh, doing the first use of its power? Uh, rolling six dice with four hits. They're trying to kill Genji again over here. <laughs> okay, uh, the two troopers—they're uh, kind of one of them is talking to you. You know, hey, may, you know, what are you doing? Uh, just a moment, you know. And then he's—he's uh, he's kind of gets out a set of restraints, and then the other one goes, oh, you know, he's. Oh, you know, do we really need those restraints? And they start having a discussion. And can you do the other use of the influence power by your uh, spirit? Yes. It's six dice again? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So six dice got six hits. Whoa. I've never seen that before. <laughs> so now these two troopers are now d- talking to each other and doing, and uh, they have discussion. And the other one, oh, maybe you're right. And he puts the restraints away. And they they are having a, a talk about the role of the church uh, in the community and how they will help. The, you know, and it's actually beneficial for the police because they help control those poor people and give them some hope so they don't make trouble and hard work for them. 
Uh, and uh, maybe this is the time you can slip away from these two as they're distracted by their conversation with each other about the role yes. of the church and religion in uh, societal controls and policing. Slipping away. Uh, so another uh, etiquette check for you. Okay. Uh, nine dice, four hits. Uh, you think it'd be a good idea for you not to hang around downtown without broadcasting a sin unless you can hide or otherwise keep yourself away from uh, these law enforcement people. Gotcha. Are there still two in the bar? There are still two in the bar. So, meanwhile, while Padre is having his adventure, luring away these two law enforcement troopers uh, from their duties, uh, maintaining a guard in the alley while their other parts of the squad uh, went into this dive bar on their routine kind of patrol visibility check. Um, Left with uh, those of you in the bar, uh, Manuel, under Lately's uh, influence and guidance, decided to leave Manuel sending through. Uh, Lately is uh, about to follow him through, and uh, we actually accounted for everybody. Either they haven't noticed the people that have no not broadcasting sin because they managed to kind of make yourselves unobtrusive, uh, or you've had a sin that passed a check, or they didn't even bother in the case of Johnny Redline, who totally is fitting into this dive bar place uh, and getting drunk and eating lots of curry versed. Uh, while dreaming of, uh, of, the, of, of whatever he dreams about. It's the dreaming that does it. It, it. it paints the right picture on your face of that kind of glazed-over look in a wage-slave dive bar. Uh, really, also, there's the fact he's dro- whatever he's drooling uh, when, when he's dreaming has a little bit of that curry color in it. Well, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, a big V block 12, you know, with uh, slicks and headers and everything, you start thinking about things like torque acceleration rates. Oh, man. It's a thing of beauty. Cubic inches. So many cubic inches. (laughs) Inches? What the hell are you talking about? Get metric, you idiot. Um, The two troops in uh, Gabrielle Vegan's place, um, they've kind of done their scan. They've... uh, uh, gone up and had a brief uh, exchange with a couple people that they were kind of following up or double check on. Um, you, uh, those of you inside uh, the uh, Gabrielle Vegan still uh, can make a uh, judge intentions test, please. Uh, Jane got two hits out of seven dice. Sands gets four hits on ten dice. Charisma plus intuition for anyone who needs it. Hello. Uh, is there anybody else in the bar that wants to do this, Chest? All right, Sands. Um, you notice that uh, the, uh, there was uh, the the two troopers. You know, they're spread out. They're doing the normal stuff. There were a couple points where they behaved a little bit uh, unexpectedly to you. One of them, you're pretty sure they were about to talk to uh, Lately as he was leaving, um, but they kind of checked something and you're not sure what it was. Uh, and you realize that they studiously ignored uh, that man in the bright white suit uh, and uh, really, a, um, uh, like if you were near him, you weren't checked. You know, what they might have carefully 
kind of the, the head count of everybody else uh, in there. Uh, and they uh, leave after, you know, about 10 minutes of kind of working the room, and then they head out. All right, I'll pop up images of this guy in the uh, white suit around and pass them around to the team comlink uh, circuit, and they'll ask, anyone know who this guy is? As I roll my organized crime knowledge skill? Nope. I got two hits on that. Uh, does anybody have uh, corporate uh, procedures, uh, corporate knowledge? Nope. I have corporate sub-subsidiaries, corporate securities procedures, and conspiracy theories, which I believe are closely tied to corporations. All right, uh, Duke of Dex, you totally think this guy is a Seda Krupp uh, company man because he's wearing the dragon Seda. That's a Seda Krupp uh, icon uh, on the headband thing. One of those lizard people. Yeah, yeah. For all you know, he might actually be a Drake. Probably they all are. I got that from a very reliable source. Uh, so if you want to, you can share that with Sans and the rest of the group. Oh, absolutely. I, I will totally share all of that, as well as my theories. Uh, and in fact, can you make your conspiracy roll, please? Yes, I can. Four hits on eight dice. Okay, um, Duke of Dex. In fact, you know that this guy was uh, involved uh, in um, um, some incident at Kilimanjaro uh, where they're doing something. He's kind of a, uh, like a troubleshooter guy that goes around various hot spots for Seder Krupp and takes care of things, but you know, can't quite tighten it. But he did, does specialize in Africa, so it's kind of weird that he, you're seeing him here in uh, Central America. Isn't, isn't Kilimanjaro, isn't that the right, where they killed Kennedy? Nah, man. All right, so I'll pass along as well. I may embellish it a little bit as well. It, Kennedy who? You know, from the dead Kennedys. <laughs> I don't know that band. We're going to have to get you out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out all the time. I know what to broaden your horizons. Speaking of horizons, uh... Always a good activity, but, uh... Am I, am I drinking in this bar alone now? Is that what's happened? Oh, man. Johnny Redline's there. Uh, didn't you leave with Lately and the uh, drone guy? No. I was, I was okay. still partying. Alright, well, I'll go over next to you then and uh, offer you some Nova Coke. Ooh, so yes. So, Sands and the Duke of Dex, are you sitting there drinking with Johnny as well? Yeah, I'll move up to them now. I'll glance uh, over and see if I can spot Jane anywhere in the uh, in the bar. Uh, the man with the the white uh, wipes his uh, uh, wipes the curry uh, uh, currywurst uh, off his face uh, with a napkin, puts it down, uh, picks up his drink, and he comes over to the table where uh, Sands, the Duke of Dex, and Johnny are sitting, and uh, stands there a moment, and he says. Uh, you all, uh, he says in English to all you, please, uh, may I join you? And, uh, of course, you should uh, invite the lady over to join us. Oh, yeah, man, you can sit here. Yep. I uh, uh, offer him a spot, and uh, I guess I'll offer him some Nova Coke as well. Ah, thank you. And uh, he uh, takes some Nova Coke. And he uh, takes a, like a stool or a chair, a stool, and kind of puts it out, makes it available, kind of creates a spot 
for uh, Jane to approach, but uh, politely doesn't like wave at Jane or anything in there, but kind of make sure there's a, a space available if Jane chooses to join you. I'm going to send you a text to Jane. Says, How do you want to play this? Talk to him and pipe me in. All right. So I'll take a dose of Nova Coke as well. Yeah, when did I suddenly become the potentially most silver one of the? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna patch my uh, Comlink's built-in microphones and such through so so Jane can can hear what's going on here. Well, my name is uh, Zenta Fuloshiro. You may have heard or know of me. Uh, I'm sure that uh, um, others in your field uh, may know my reputation. Uh, I certainly know your reputation. And I'm thinking to myself, man, we just kind of like got here. We must have a pretty good reputation. You do all have legendary reps. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it must be the drinking. Well, sir, then you seem to have us at a disadvantage. Oh, hey, Sands. A little, little on your nose, buddy. You might want to wipe it off a little bit. Uh, probably, because I have the resources of a uh, AAA corporation uh, behind me. You have a philosophy and an idea, a powerful one, one that uh, many of the principles um, I can sympathize with and, and, and agree with. Yes, and uh, after Johnny Redline's comment, um, Sands is embarrassed that he didn't offer Johnny any, so he offers Johnny some Nova Coke. Oh, thanks, man. I prefer to kill my, my uh, brain cells the old-fashioned way. <laughs> and he clinks a drink up, up against the uh, Nova Coke uh, container. Yeah, fair enough. It is pretty cheap local stuff. I haven't had the, the uh, time to uh, cook up anything nice since I got here. All right. Uh, and, uh, Mr. and then I repeat his name back to him because Sans uh, probably is able to remember it. Zenta Fulashiro. Uh, what exactly um, do you want with us? I, well, or can we do for you? As he's prompted by a text from Jane. <laughs> I, I don't think she said that over the mic, though. Ah. Straightforward. I would really simply like to know your intentions here. Um, I'm, quite frankly, your presence here is uh, part of my business or purview. So I thought it's simplest to come and ask you um, to be uh, as straightforward yourselves. It's quite possible what you intend to do is in no way conflict of uh, my goals. Uh, and if they aren't, um, I'd just like to know that now. And uh, then we can uh, cordially acknowledge uh, each other's presence and allow ourselves to do our work. If there are some goals of yours that are in conflict with uh, my duties, then uh, I'd like to give you the opportunity to be aware of my presence here and the fact that there might be conflict uh, and let allow you to use your judgment. Uh, it is so, it's so distasteful to me to um, bring harm to those uh, who I fundamentally agree with. Well, sir, I can tell you that we are here to ensure that the space elevator is something that benefits all humanity and not just the AAAs. Do you have a problem with that? Ah, excellent. Uh, if this is truly the case, then 
I uh, look forward to seeing your operations and uh, how you perform here. And please, um, um, if you require assistance or advice or in a situation where you may wish to discuss things with me before you act in certain circumstances, uh, I'm amenable to establishing some friendly relations. I think it's even possible that we may be able to support or assist each other. So what AAA do you represent? Really? Um, I'm a personal agent of Lofware. Um, and oh, he was right. Off- I, I, uh, I thought for sure that was a, a red herring. No, it is a dragon. I know it's a dragon. <laughs> I just sort of uh, take my drink and kind of, you know, kind of tip it towards him before uh, taking another sip. Before you say anything else, slightly stupid. Anyway, this is very pleasant news. Please uh, allow me uh, all the all of uh, your entertainments tonight uh, here. Uh, those are on me. I have an account for this. Uh, and um, at this happy news. Here is a com code uh, which you uh, can contact me should you uh, feel the need to um, in here. I would especially, of course, appreciate uh, anything that uh, you would share with me that you learn in the course of your activities here. Um, if I understand the nature of your business, there may be some damage or harm that occurs. I simply ask that in the case of our personnel, um, that uh, you warn me so I can reduce the impact of any of your activities if it fits in one of your purposes. Uh, any kind of uh, cooperation from you, uh, I will view favorably and uh, return those favors in, uh, in time. Oh, sir, we are a movement that is at, a, at its very heart and, and, and core uh well, the, the principles, the ideals which we strive towards is, is that of nonviolence. Of course. Though you too have a formidable reputation as a man of action. Well, we're not there yet. Excellent. So, uh, what do you think of the... Um, of the... of the latest uh, branch of the... Um, oh. Are you feeling okay, sir? You need a little pick me up. Well, this is your GM uh, forgetting something here. <laughs> uh, the modern uh, green uh, branch of the anarchist philosophy that's uh, uh, currently under discussion in your groups. Uh, what are your thoughts? Do you have any idea what he's talking about? Do any of you have knowledge of anarchist philosophy or thought? <laughs> I do not. How strange for a cell of the Black Star who have founded on anarchist principles. That sounds like something the Duke of Dex should have. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, he's all about the anarchy. I mean, I should have everything and nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, Sands is uh, going to notably, you know, spend more time with his beverage. <laughs> in this I really part of the hear conversation. more to deal with issues with the tear. I mean, those sneaky elves. Always trying to get away with things. Black stars really are the only folks that can put them in their place. That's why I'm working with them. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Loafweir did make some comments about his time uh, in the tier. It was a sad experiment, uh, doomed because they were not very principled. 
Uh, for those of you who care, <laughs> the man in a white hat is actually uh, very up to speed on uh, anarchist uh, uh, theory and principles and philosophy and is quite willing to explain to you how what you're doing uh, how fits in with anarchist principles. He's telling you what you should know already. Oh, sweet. Can I drop a karma point for get the mileage skill of anarchist principles now? It sounds as gut as a royal a little bit as he's being talked to about this guy and this, but these these I- ideals in uh, sort of a, a philosophical standpoint as opposed to the uh, just he's never really been much to, to to pay too close attention to the all the all the documented stuff and the writings. You you gotta get the philosophy in your gut. You gotta follow that. You do what's right and. Um, yeah, he knows like like the bears, uh, more or less the surface area of the new anarchist uh, philosophy, but none of the real deep stuff. And um, he's seen a lot of the people who follow that and talk about that ad nauseum often actually do nothing to get anything done. So uh, that's probably something that uh, you know, part of why Sands isn't participating in that part of the conversation is because he can't keep up with the uh, academia side of things. He just hasn't spent the time reading that direct. And the other part of it is that he um, he doesn't want to uh, accidentally say something that might uh, turn the conversation in an unpleasant direction. Um, oh, well, that is admirable. You're living the principles of anarchists. You don't have to understand it. You have to feel it. And if you feel what's right, that's uh, very, very good. Um, and uh, Padre, you have actually politics as a knowledge skill. And... Anarchism and the principle of anarchy would be something that you would know under that uh, uh, under that knowledge skill. Oh, cool! I'm going to send a quick text message to everyone. That says this guy's full of it. He's just trying to frag with us a little bit. Coming here all high and mighty. He's scoping us out. Don't buy any into any bulldreck. He's not trying to chum uh-huh. up with us. He's trying. He's working an angle. As Padre is still sitting outside. Uh, I don't know, if, Nick, if you saw in the chat, uh, I have my spirit do concealment, and it's also got a, uh, an ability called Shadow Cloak. So he'll be using both of those on us. Uh, I'm digging in my pockets, and lo and behold, I find a Metal Link com link. Yes, it's on my sheet. I was looking in the wrong spot. Uh, so I will participate in the conversation with Johnny Redline and fill him in on the principles of anarchy. As after Johnny Redline uh, sends his text, uh, I just sort of turn uh, towards him and, and kind of nod back and forth in agreement. I'll send my own text that says, yeah, I'm waiting to find out what he's after. Are you, any of you picking up anything between the lines other than this uh, friend speak direct? I don't really speak uh, corp all that well. Well, what he's saying is spot on. It goes toward the, uh, the principles of anarchy. Anarchy has principles? Well, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. Not about not about no rules. It's about no rulers. Anyway, I'll let Rex all well and good, and uh, it's good to have something to be working towards. But well, I can see you're in the middle of an operation. I will leave you to your business. Uh, I'm certain that uh, I'm going to encounter you again or see the results of your work. And please, if you learn anything you think I should know about, get in touch with me. We, we know who to sell it to. And a smile. The dude and, 
he uh, gets up and leaves and as he uh, as he uh, heads out uh, the door uh, he tips the hat into some dark corner where there's nothing there uh, and uh, leaves and uh, Padre you can see the man in white as he leaves and he uh, walks uh, uh, down the alley and uh, um, uh, and through the streets and uh, uh, walking away what you guys do now why we're gonna shift the scene what has lately been doing with Manuel in his apartment I'm checking out his apartment, getting a, an eye on the security and uh, what we might have to do if we need to come in here to, to capture this fellow in the future. You know, checking, scoping out things for panic buttons and that sort of thing. Um, as well as uh, checking out his seven-fan drone, because, you know, that's why we're here, right? Okay, so it's not it's not too far away you know it's a reasonable walk it's uh, like a mile and a half you know two kilometers but there's a significant change here in that the building here definitely subdivided into almost very tiny tiny apartments uh the area obviously has a lot more people uh, in it, it's not the nice area that the downtown was that would have had uh, high, you know, like a high and luxury lifestyle. This is definitely uh, middle lifestyle, turning towards low. Uh, and his place, um, it's just really a studio apartment with the fold-up beds uh, in there, and one area has a workbench uh, and and shelves and above thing with a whole bunch of equipment and drones. Um, definitely, he uh, he's really into uh, building uh, all of his pieces. About a quarter of his living space is uh, devoted to this stuff. He doesn't even have an extra stool. Comes in, he kind of folds the bed down so you can sit on it. Gee, thanks. So, you can admire the seven fan drone. It does appear revolutionary. I'm totally sending uh, Johnny Redline some pictures. Johnny, he gets some pictures of the seven fan drone. I take a quick second, you know, uh, splice in a picture and just put the capture in loser. <laughs> okay, um, what do you intend to do with this guy? You spend an awkward evening. Feels awkward to you, but he's totally comfortable because he doesn't know any better. Uh, doing whatever, but what is well, it? It's my understanding this is prep work because Sands is apparently going to be stealing his identity later. So I'm getting the, the information that we need for, for doing that job whenever Sands gets around to it. I don't think we're doing it tonight. So this it's just, you know, getting the information. Find out what his uh, schedule is like, if I can. Uh, possibly, you know, hack his either his household system or his comlink to get that kind of information. And, uh, you know, uh, Sans, is there anything else you need to know? Yeah, not really. I guess uh, you've got him primed pretty well. We ought to be able to just pop by and pay him a visit and do the swap uh, when and if we decide to do that. I don't okay. Think you need to do anything more over there unless you um, unless you guys are forming some kind of a bond. I'll uh, I'll get his comlink number and have him tell him that uh, he should call me whenever uh, when he next has a race coming up. All right. You also have access code to his apartment building, access code to his apartment, the access code to run the drones, um, his comlink number, all the stuff on his comlink. You've totally infiltrated this guy's life through social engineering. You feel good. All right, I think I'm going to head home then. All right, what are you guys doing next? 
I guess we're going to stay there and party a bit and try to get the wage slaves to join in the party mood and, you know, buy a few drinks for people here and there and just generally try to see what we can pick up of the life and the culture and maybe some of the layout and some of the information about the nearby uh, court facility that we might need to build infiltrate or at least get information about. And it'll occasionally drop. Uh, I might uh, try to see if I can very subtly bring up occasionally um, different people in different positions to get someone to bring up the name of the person that we're actually trying to get the information for. I won't say her name outright necessarily, but if I can guide someone into bringing it up, I'll see if I can't dig for what might be uh, known about her amongst these people. So this is all part of the work, but, you know, we're uh, imbibing our various intoxicants and uh, partying as we do it. All right. What social skills are you using, Sans, to do this? Uh, I guess the uh, con. Because you're conning them into buying us drinks. That's an excellent idea. I, okay. I, what? I want to con Go them into fa- giving giving up information, I guess. I don't think my fast talk specialty would apply if I get to use con on this. They're not questioning you. Okay. All right. So make your con check, please. I have the charisma of seven right now because I am on Nova Coke. Tomorrow morning, I Drugs. Have one. Drugs. Addiction tests. Yes. Some of us won't fight it. We'll just go further down the rabbit hole. Okay, I got seven total hits. I use edge to reroll failures. Those buttons are pretty cool. Thanks. Glad you like them. Can I press somebody else's buttons? If you uh, want to try, you can. See what happens. The uh, die button should let you roll out from any dice they rolled. So you can duplicate a die roll. All right, so those. All right, I'll play with it later. Uh, so, all right. Um, so, several things that you glean from hanging out with them. Um, they are very busy. In fact, they're significant. They're actually at. Uh, uh, there's some unexpected uh, spike in the capacity of stuff that they're doing that they had not, uh, that the workers here hadn't known about. So there's some extra business or thing going on that they had not planned for that is occurring now. Um, They are pretty busy. One of the things that may be of significance to you is that uh, not not everybody knows each other. It's a big enough place that they're not all going to know each other on site or uh, who they are here. Um, uh, the spike in activity is, uh, they, uh, it came in unexpectedly, but they have been told, uh, it's only for a couple of weeks. Uh, and the spike of activity is more like, uh, it's, um, they're not, sh- it's as if another facility has come online, uh, and stuff is coming in, but normally that's planned ahead and adjusted for uh, and this was uh, definitely not announced or planned for ahead of time uh, in there um, most of the logistics area don't uh, they don't go into the HQ area or the offices that's fairly isolated um, uh, and most of the HQ area doesn't come into the logistics area but uh, your target Adolfina 
Uh, she actually is known to come into the logistics area and uh, sometimes talk to the workers there. In there, um, she actually solicits uh, feedback and impressions from the employees, uh, which um, which mean that uh, she has a fairly good reputation uh, with uh, the workers there. Uh, you do know they're twenty four seven and basically have. Uh, four shifts covering the time over the week uh, that uh, uh, various uh, uh, slots in there. Uh, the place is definitely rigor run or controlled uh, for most of the automation uh, in there. Um, so uh, the stevedores are really, uh, it's mostly the reason they have stevedores is because it's uh, ships and other things. There's always some. Uh, a much higher possibility of something not lining up right or quite being uh, uh, way to go. So uh, there's quite often the need to kind of manually hook things up or adjust things uh, that the automation doesn't quite get right or fix. Is there anything that SANS would be trying to look for in particular other than that? Uh, not really. I guess I'll see if I can't peg out and identify some people from that logistics area that... Um, have you know talked about seeing uh, what was your name again? Adolfina. Adolfina, yes. Adolfina Benavides Campillo. Everybody's got such long names around here. So she is distinct in that the workers there know her as one of the. They've interacted with her as as one of the company's um, you know high level executives. They actually know names of others, but. They don't interact with them. Okay, I guess I'll send over text. Well, we got these guys primed for anything else. Uh, anything you guys can think of trying to get out of them? It seems like the the worker angle might be able to be a good way for us to get some things in. If we had the money for it, we could slip some really small sensor devices on some of these guys. Oh, and yeah, one other detail. I did mention this before. But this also comes over here. Um, the stevedores are the ones that come from land and come and hold the thing. Some of these boats and shipments will also bring in that there's, uh, you know, the ship captains or operators uh, and cargo handlers uh, from the ships and barges uh, that come in here too. And uh, some of them may not be uh, part of uh, the, a lot of them aren't part of Maritech. Some of them are independent. So, um, that's another avenue or group of people, and they actually come in on that seaward side, uh, you know, straight into dock and stuff. Obviously, all the ships are vetted and have to be part of the traffic, uh, whatever, but uh, people come in that way. I guess I'll try to find out where those people hang out. What bar do they like to go to? Um, so, typically part of fleet, so actually all up and down the coast. Uh, uh, around here, uh, some of them actually might not ever come in on land. There's some seaborne uh, communities. Uh, there's some aquaculture farms. Uh, there's uh, facilities where people live. Uh, they have floating island uh, type of places uh, that uh, experimental or they're or, or, uh, they're doing, and so uh, kind of spread out in the area. There's no, there isn't like a uh, um, uh, part of the town. Like a lot of them wouldn't be uh, actually in the town. All right, guys. Well, I'm out of ideas. 
I don't really know there's much more we can do in here for now. Yeah, let's rest up, um, gather the data that we do have, and I guess uh, plan our best timing for attaching the tag to the helicopter. All that's really going to require is... A good shot. Yep, good long-range shot. Uh, we've already got its uh, flight direction from one day of gathering information, but... Jen, do you want any help with that, or can you handle that all by yourself? As long as I know where, where it's going to be, I can probably handle it. Yeah, all right. I don't want to have a spotter. And then maybe somebody to watch your back. Okay, so Jane, there's really kind of two two basic setups. One is similar to what you just did with the vehicle, where you're on land somewhere near the facility. Um, this one might be better if you can find a rooftop on it. But when the helicopter is taking off or landing from the facility, that's one point that you you know. Now, as far as where it flies you know it frequently is actually going out to sea. So the other place to do spot is either get a boat or ship or somewhere out uh, on the harbor uh, where it's going to fly over you uh, heading out with another uh, kind of how you would set up uh, to take the shot. So those are kind of two basic positioning areas you could do um, that you know at some point you set up the chopper would go through that area, and you could try and take that shot. So, uh, do you, uh, obviously, there could be other plans. You could tell Sands to sneak in and climb up the building, sneak into the storage uh, shelter where this thing is, and attach uh, a tracker that way. Uh, or you could do that yourself. So, uh, Or you can ask Manuel to do it for you with one of his drones. It would totally work very well to do that. What does the airspace look around look like, or what kind of a are we talking like downtown AAA type rating area where this thing lands and takes off from? Um, so downtown is a AAA rated area, and there's lots of drone traffic. Uh, some of the street vehicles are actually kept down. It's more of a pedestrian area, and there are cabs and you know small vehicles that go through here. There's no large. Uh, truck uh, traffic or anything through here. Um, there's no jets or other things to fly here, but uh, the, it is actually somewhat unusual that there's a chopper flying in and out of here, but it's to that facility. Uh, there aren't really helipads for uh, the buildings uh, here in there, but definitely drones of majority aerial traffic. What about down by the uh, docks uh, directly under where it passes over or tends to pass over what's that area like and is there like a spot where you know i'm not going to be like up and out where everybody can see me i'm hopeful to hoping to find something some kind of cover up so the maritech enterprises facility is actually a working logistics facility so that's all freight almost everything else uh, around the downtown uh, for the sea access is really luxury docks and luxury boats um, and leisure uh, craft. That'll tend to mean that they're often sitting there empty or not being used uh, most of the time uh, in there, but they'll be, you know, there definitely will be surveillance or monitoring. Uh, of, uh, of what goes on there, but there wouldn't necessarily be people, a lot of people around. Does that description help you get a sense for what's there? Um, I've, uh, I think it would probably be best to try to get a shot on this thing. Um, it'll probably have to be when it's 
uh, landed. Um, basically, my, my most important thing is I want to make sure that, if I can, that I am not on their property. Uh, well, that's easy. What's the range on your shot? <laughs> I think you can be like a kilometer, over a kilometer away cool. and hit it, right? With your, yeah, yeah. With your skill. So really, you just want to set up. In this case, it probably helps most is the rooftop somewhere that you can get a- access to. Maybe the roof of Manuel's apartment. If that would be within range, I'd love to do that. All right, done. I did say it was a little over two kilometers, so it could be could be at an angle where you can where you can do that. You have access to Manuel's building and his room. I guess no problem. He has awesome. to go fly his drones from there, you know. Well, we'll have to make sure he doesn't have a plan to go drone flying uh, during this next half hour or so. Just yes, send Johnny in to see his drones. I think the next phase of our plan then is just going to be uh, finding the spot and timing things right and getting that helicopter tagged. So we'll re- we'll we'll pick out uh, what's a good spot for it. Are you using Manuel's apartment building? I was planning. Yeah, if all it right. works. All right, I think lately it can give you all the access codes to get up there, so sneaking. Seven hits on 18 dice. I'm going to tag along. I'll be on the ground nearby just to uh, run interference or distractions if necessary or just see what, you know, keep tabs in the street. All right, so uh, Sands, I need you to do your etiquette for fitting in uh, or the sneaking for hiding yourself in that area. I think I'll go with sneaking. I don't want to be broadcasting a sin, and holy crap, I got nine hits. Uh, I can only keep uh, five of those. Huh. All right, so Jane and Sans, uh, as you're kind of your cover, Jane, you're up on that roof. You uh, can wait for that early morning uh, chopper flight uh, doing its business. Uh, it's getting prepped. It's sitting on the pad. It's that long outer reach of your long, long range. You're going to... Zero in on it and target it and use your skill to aim. And you're going to subtract the dice for the called shot for the uh, doing the tracker uh, glancing blow. And you're going to take your shot. How many dice am I taking off? So it's a called shot for the maneuver to implant the self tracker uh, with, uh, with that shot. So it's like any other called shot, minus four dice. And range? I imagine you'd be extreme. It's so long- uh, if you aim, I'm sorry, go ahead. If you take uh, one action to aim and you have the magnifier, that'll reduce, uh, that'll eliminate all range penalties. And then if you take another aim action up to your willpower, you can add to uh, your roll. All right. That is five hits on 15 dice. Excellent. So you have taken this incredibly long range shot and put a tracker onto that chopper. Awesome. So now, now you can track that chopper as it flies and get a sense of where it's going. So you can kind of do that activity. You guys have a tracker on a vehicle. You have cameras on um, the travel between the work and home. A lot of coverage there. Uh, you have initiated a plan for penetrating the work facility and uh, you still haven't come up with uh, an idea of what you might do to deal with uh, the house or home and, uh, of course, any other social activities or events that won't be in any of those areas. Here's my idea for the house. Uh, They have good matrix security, so they're going to notice something that's running silent there, right? 
what we do is we find a way to leave behind some passive uh, sensor devices, uh, things that will pick up on audio and video, uh, but not actually be connected to the matrix. What about some junked uh, cameras? Can they play stuff back? Uh, that would be perfect, actually. We can use those junk cameras, place them in strategic locations inside the house, and then uh, just set them to uh, record to something. We'll probably have to improve them a little bit, or we can jury-rig something, and then we'll have to retrieve those, and then we'll have the information of what goes on in the house. The tricky part is getting is sneaking in to plant them, and then sneaking in to get them back out. What do you think? I think it's fabulous. We might even be able to buy just like a single sensor motion sensor to connect those cameras too. I think we should just leave them open and recording wherever we happen to be able to stash them, but sure it would be nice to have access to the house for a short time. Uh, never mind. Uh, I mean, if can, one of you guys can, can break in there with the data tap, I mean, that would give us access. Either Jane or I could hook that up, I'm sure. Can you abandon the data tap once it's uh, done? Yeah, yeah sure, you can leave not? it there. Yeah, we can find a nice... That's just one trip in. That sounds much better. Well, the thing is, uh, the data tap, that lets you in the door easy, but you still have to deal with uh, the powerful host to do anything inside, right? Yeah, that's true, but if we're quick in and quick out each time, then it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, uh, we should look for, uh, when we get in there, we should look for a good place to leave a data tap where it'll be inconspicuous. They're not very big, so I'm thinking one person sneaks in, or maybe the two of us? Um... So there's uh, lots of plans, things we can do. I want to kind of start wrapping up tonight's sessions. Um, you can think about plans uh, about for what you might want to do next time. I am going to make a point of suggesting a couple things to you guys. Uh, Johnny, could you rig a drone? For what exactly? I think I know where you're going with this. But the answer, the answer if I can get my hands on the proper materials, yeah, I can do a lot of stuff with drones. Uh, I am going to point out, I have been saying to you guys that drones are used for delivery. There's a lot of air drone traffic. So drones actually are allowed up to the house to deliver packages and do things in there, right? Um, uh, so maybe the drone could, well... So you guys think about that. And you do have Johnny who can operate drones uh, fairly well, I'm sure. And, yep, uh, <laughs> you just have Manuel, your friend, who's really into drone racing, um, if you wanted parts and stuff. So uh, that's a way in where maybe you're not physically there. Also, a reminder, you guys actually individually start with some rep points. You guys are really sucking on the money and some of the basic equipment and gear like fake IDs and other things that you need to operate better in the area you're operating in because you you notice every time you are downtown working trying to operate that you run this risk with the sin checks and other things happening there right uh, that's an ongoing thing so you do have the ability to get yourselves better equipped or finding a need. You do have the ability to ask people to get some stuff done for you. And I think there's some other avenues um, you have the capability of doing that uh, you might want to take advantage of and, and use that. Uh, how do we know how many rep points we have? Well, you guys 
could look it up, but to, you all individually, if you log in to the Blacklight Exchange, have two rep points. So the rep okay. points you earn are for a job that applies to, like, you guys or the Black Star team, or Black Star would have the Black Star cell. If you finish this job and to satisfactorily, the Black Star would get. Th- the Black Star cell for, you know, Panama or Central America would earn three rep points. But each one of you already has two rep points uh, for your account that you could have posted a job for somebody and offer those rep, rep points. Uh, the Duke of Dex tried to get a deck and found out he would have to get a lot of rep points to get the one he wants, but he could have done that. He could purchase gear. You could have could uh, get services and you know there's some services that you can you know there's between all the other people on the exchange there's bound to be somebody can do a, a service you guys need what I'm hearing is Ken get a frag of sin for your character I don't mind if you <laughs> don't but there are consequences yeah yeah I'll be looking into that uh, next time I could post a job on the forum now, couldn't I, about uh, finding a sin for myself. And would I, like, put that as a job, list it uh, out for bid? So somebody says, oh, I'll do it for four rep points, or I'll do it for three rep. You may discover the Nguyen to rep point conversion rate, yeah. Okay, then I will ask the Duke of Dex to post that for me because I don't have a cyber deck. I guess I can use my meta link. You can use your comm link to get to this thing and, and do it. Yeah, I'll ask the Duke of Dex to assist me. Well, hey, look, guys, uh, I work in the morning, so if we're just doing kind of uh, cleanup stuff, I'm going to go ahead and buzz for now, so I'll see you all in probably a few weeks, okay? If not sooner. Yeah, we're wrapping up, so see you, Rob. The 18th. I'm going to bounce as well. Have a good night, folks. Good night, sir. See you all in two weeks. Good night, all. Good night. Do we get a karma? Yes. You uh, survived, and you achieved some objectives. Somebody wrote three on there. Actually, it's four. Somebody wrote four on there. (laughs) Update. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, Thanks for running. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of the respective owners. Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit. <laughs>